like I think a lot of people in the community have never used bridges. And basically all bridge does is you send to a contract on one side, it locks it and it releases a representative token on the other side. And you trade the representative token until you want to get back across the bridge. And then that one gets destroyed and it releases the one on the other side. So if you had hacks, so this idea of like, if you have two worlds where the financial energy is copied on both sides, then you really can just sell your doubled hex for the same money you could have otherwise sold it for. Like that's, that's, that's the magic. So, you know, if you made, if you made a copy of all the system state, but you didn't double the liquidity, well then when you went to like cash out to like real fiat or whatever, you, you wouldn't be able to, right? You, you'd need a counterparty to take the other side. So the magic of doubling your money in, in this example, on this theoretical is that, if the liquidity is doubled, the bid side's doubled, then you're going to get the same money whichever side you sold. Does that make sense? But I mean, if other communities don't have that same property of like doubling their bid side liquidity, then, you know, probably their pair impulse chain will be less expensive. But then you also have other copy, like you have other communities where they're crippled and can't function on Ethereum at all, but they can function on this chain because it's affordable. You know, maybe those ones are worth more than the Ethereum side. So it's going to be very interesting. And that's, and that's what I say about the kill shot, about having everyone bridge in their P- ERC-20s to back the value of their PRC-20s and earn yield by doing so and receive a, a, a reward token as well. They're backing their own bags. So you just, you just got all of your coins doubled on a new network, a faster, more affordable, less destructive to the environment network. People are going to want in and out and off of it. And there's going to be profit and facilitating those things by being a liquidity provider. So, and we see people FOMO into every type of yield farming thing that's out there, even stupid ones, mostly stupid ones. So I think, I think one where everyone gets half the pair for free, their PRC 20 copies for free is going to be very successful in my opinion. And then that's going to be what backs the value of all the PRC 20s. And then the prices will flop around a bit till, you know, they probably reach some type of like common ratio per, per pair. I don't know like what that might be. And then when the, because they're, because of Hart's law, the prices of the ETH pair, the pulse pair are bonded by the liquidity in their pair versus the dollar. So like if, uh, let's say Hex's primary liquidity pair is USDC. If USDC for some reason went up in value 10 X, which lol, that'd be funny. But if it did, it would make Hex a lot more valuable. Because they're one for one interchangeable, right? Like you can exchange, well, not one for one, but you can exchange some hex for, I guess it costs four hex to get one USDC currently. So, you know, whatever you're paired with, the value of it moves the value of what's on the other side because they're interchangeable. And that bond is stronger the thicker the liquidity is. This concept is why all the prices move at the same time for most things in crypto. You know, most things are paired versus Ethereum. Ethereum goes up, most things go up. Ethereum goes down, most things go down. Hex doesn't care. Because we're not primarily bonded with Ethereum. Um, <clears throat> so, long, long story short, is you know I want that beautiful experience of people getting not only double their coin units, but perhaps double their economic energy to be true for as many pairs on the pulse chain as possible. And that's what I think the yield farming helps happen, right? So, more bid side liquidity equal more price. There, there was a guy earlier from Nigeria. He said he's the only, one of the only ones that he knows uh, that knows about yield farming in Nigeria. Um, personally, I, I have terrible experience with it. Uh, I 
just am bad at judging markets. I'm pretty sure the only thing I need to do is actually pick a better liquidity pair. Um, and I don't think I'll have a problem with that on PulseX, mostly because I uh, have ideas for PulseX, Pulse, and X. It's kind of hard to screw up there. Well, the interesting thing, so yield farming has this interesting property of impermanent loss. And what it means is that you're going to make the most money. Well, you'll make the most money if both sides of what you're holding go up at exactly the same amount. And then you just get rich because both of the things went up and you made fees. But if one thing goes up versus the other thing, which is common, then you got less of the thing that went up and you've got more of the thing that, that didn't go up. And that's what impermanent loss is. And then you hope that the price flops around enough that you make enough in fees to make up for that. So the magic, like I'll tell you the magic, Uniswap V1, if you had paired wrapped Ethereum versus Ethereum, people would trade that pair, but the two were equivalent. You, you know, you, you, they're like exactly the same thing. And so not only did the people that did that get free uni airdrop for doing it and free, you know, yield from just pairing one identical thing versus another identical thing, <clears throat> but they didn't have any risk of impermanent loss. So that was like the, the super duper play. So, so like most people discover impermanent loss the hard way because it's very hard to, to show it. Like, I don't know a website to easily send you to, to show you like this guy lost this much to impermanent loss, right? Like it's just very hard. So if you're, if you're doing, you know, you don't see me promoting being a liquidity provider on hacks because historically buying and holding hacks and or staking it has murdered what liquidity providing would have made now that world may be different and liquidity providing may be more useful when the two things that are tying against each other tend to stay in the same ratio because then you don't have impermanent loss you just have fees so if you know if you've got an erc20 versus a prc20 and their value is rather static then and whatever that like you know we're we're like four units of hex to one unit of dollar currently but you know that used to be several thousand less <laughs> like five it was like you know maybe five thousand x less so there was huge impermanent loss because you sold your hex the whole way up and you got less hex and now you have more dollar or usdc in this pair and so you know you would have wished that you didn't sell lower because the impermanent loss would have killed you. But on these things where it's like same thing versus same thing, I think that your impermanent loss risk is a lot lower because they're about as same as you get, right? Like same code, same ticker. Um, yeah, different network. Same users probably, right? Like only there's no inflation. There's no, there's no dilution. Like the same guys that have the keys from the first thing and the same guys that have the key to the second thing. It's not the case for Ethereum. Ethereum is the only thing that's getting diluted in the uh, Pulse ecosystem. And maybe there's some coins that we've manually cut out, but we haven't looked at that. Haven't had time, busy on making everything work well. No time to think about cutting the scammers out. Well, and th those will just fade out on their own um, or not, in all honesty. I mean, good projects will just suck up all their money. Just like you said, you know, you got to take their money out of them. And, and that's just what's going to happen. And I, I'm kind of curious about how if scams become rampant on polls what do you think well, they're just gonna uh well of course that's gonna be a community thing that's just gonna be a community thing that's the only thing that there is to it the community has to end up uh, uh working harder for 
preventing users from falling for those scams. That's really all it's going to end up being. So uh, what would be your best advice for the upcoming, uh, all the scams coming out, best advice for any newbies that are going to launch into to the blockchain? What's the, what's the first thing you could say that to help them besides, you know, just get a hardware wallet and start from there? I don't know if I broke up there. No, you're, you're good. I think he, I think he, I think he, 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 he got rugged. Gotcha. Gotcha. Hello to be back. I've had some issues with uh, this space right now. He's coming back right now. So when it gets so large, Twitter spaces kind of gets a little bit fucked up or messed up. I'm trying to learn from the heart. Obviously, it's the, kind of one of the best ways to learn, in my opinion. We're about a thousand people in this room. It's pretty not pretty good. That's huge. I think he. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's there. I don't know if he's still there. I think he's trying to come up. Oh, he's gone. A lot of OG hexagons in here. That's awesome. I think he's back. OG. And he's on. Well, okay. So, first thing I would always suggest for anyone who's getting into any uh, cryptocurrency, if you see a transaction tax per transaction and it comes out of that cryptocurrency, do not and or do your research. But... That is one that I would highly say is similar to a Ponzi scheme because you are paying these former holders for transactions. Um, there is a coin that came out uh, before that had used this it's called the proof of weak hands strategy. And um, the newest addition uh, recently was SafeMoon. They use that same sort of technology, uh, quote unquote, if you can call it that. So I would say uh, the first big red flag is if you see transaction uh, taxes based on buys, sells, and transfers. Um, those are the first things that are going to get you. So I know we all want to make money, but that's the that's the first hook that some of them get, get you with. Um, in terms of other basic scams, uh, not necessarily even scams, but just uh, money grabs, um, you're going to want to watch out for any marketing wallets or developer wallets. Um, those just don't necessarily pass the Howey test. Uh, that's going to be another thing itself, but that's just something I would kind of keep an eye on. Uh, I don't trust developer wallets, nor do I trust um, marketing wallets. I would rather trust, hey, Bobby made this NFT and Bobby gets a wallet and he gets all his money. And uh, I, I would honestly rather trust that than a marketing and developing wallet. Never save any of your passwords online. That is another one. Never type your seed phrase into a computer. It's hard to do, hard to put in practice, but don't type it into a computer. Uh, oh, it blows it. To reboot it and like try and get back in. Yeah, so we left off with a permanent loss. I, I, I logged back in and heard you talking about like how not to get scammed and such. I mean, look, I I don't like most things in crypto, and I have a whole thread on rug pulls, exploits. Uh, you know, every type of failure where people lose money and they happen all the time. And then when you get to like market tops where I called the top of Bitcoin nine months ago, it's been a profit every single day except one, you know, that's a long time. So there's people now that they didn't get mad gains. They've been, you know, stuck in, in losses for nine months, right? So, I mean, Hex has never gone more than six months without making an all-time high. It's pretty cool. So, like, 
the the concept of unwrapping new users to trash projects is in a higher risk zone when the bear market is in, right? And then like how long until people figure out you're in a bear market? You're like, well, uh, Bitcoin's been down for nine months. Is that enough? Like, when do you declare the bear? When it's down for like ninety months or like how much? How much indication do you need? You know. I mean, well, even in the depression, people didn't know that they were in the depression until it was over. You know, most people are uh, I, unfortunately positive, wouldn't you say about that? Well, yeah. I mean, unless they have long time horizons and they didn't need the money anyway and they don't mind sitting out like a long bear or whatever, like fine. But, you know, I think, like, you know, what wallet do you use? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't have a wallet on my phone, dude. Like, what? <laughs> Why would I? Why would I carry this stuff around with me? You know, he's handing it out. And I'm like, I ain't giving no one nothing. You know, I ain't putting it on my phone. I ain't giving it to nobody. I'm stingy, man. <laughs> Ski cat be giving away trillions of hacks. I'm like, okay, this, you're awesome, bro. That's nice. A lot of people are very happy about that. Me, I'm cheap as heck, bro. I ain't giving nobody nothing. <laughs> like, I mean, he, I just. He, I, but it worked. But like, which one of us is doing it right? I'm not sure. Like, he's honoring up a lot of users, and you know, like maybe I. It seems like giving stuff away works really well. So, I'm just excited for honestly crypto that has you know real world use case. I'm sick of animal tokens. I'm sick of JPEGs. You know, animal like tokens? What? <laughs> there's more than dogs? I didn't even know. Is there giraffes yeah. now? Apparently, there's a giraffe. Yeah, I thought that was an easy target, but you know, I didn't bother with it. I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah. That's the thing is it's like I, I prefer to train people to do things that are in their own best interests and their own health, and I don't think – let me give an example. I don't like people gambling. I think it's destructive. So there's this thing that is peer-to-peer distributed gambling. It's called pool together. It's a zero loss lottery. People put money in, some people lose, some people win. I hate it. But I hate even more the guy that just filed a class action lawsuit in the state of New York against them. For, so what, what, what's he going to get? So, so in the state of New York, if you sell a fake lottery, if, you, if you're sold a fake lottery ticket, you can open a class action lawsuit against the people that sold it to you, and your award should be double the amount of all the total sales of the tickets is the New York law, at least what I read today. And so this piece of trash, subhuman scum, decides to sue a protocol that, I mean, I don't think they have admin fees. I'm not sure, right? Um, but, like, the concept of suing a protocol, I think, is pretty gross. And then you're like, well, in this example, who are the people that are selling and, and who are the people that are buying? And who are the victims? Because it seems like the victims are the people that are also the ones running the code. So it's just, you know, hey, let's have the government ruin more things. So for me, I wanted to like, hey, here's a picture of this scumbag that wants to steal all your money and, and ruin whatever you're doing. But then I'm also in my head like, you know what? I don't want to advertise this terrible thing. I don't want anyone to know that this thing exists. It's not a healthy behavior. So it's something that I want to talk about, I don't get to talk about. Just like any anything having to do with uh, some of the current events going on in society, having had my channel get a strike against it yesterday and not be able to put any material up for seven days, which luckily I guess someone at Google saw it and removed it manually. 
because I didn't, you know, like, thanks for removing it manually, but living in fear and the chilling effect of censorship and the chilling effect of crushing people for using the right to free speech really sucks. Right. But I got to choose my battles and I'm, and I'm choosing them. Right. So if I'm going to go fight that battle, I'm going to fight it through a side channel. I'm not going to get back. I'm not going to get blowback. You know, I'm not going to use my core identity that I'm doing amazing things with die on a hill, get blown out, get tons of blowback, right. Get cancel cultured. Nope. I'm not doing that. So I'll, I'll side channel it. Um, it's just unfortunate that like, because I have so many followers, I have to choose very carefully who I engage with and, and, and what I post because it turns, you know, I'm conscious. I'm always conscious of what, what my followers are going to see because I want to shield them from the suck. There's all these people trying to victimize them. I'm trying to make sure that they're as healthy as I can get them to be. You know. Yeah, I appreciate that so much. And I'm worried about Pulse Chain. when Pulse Chain comes out. It's going to be like the Wild West. People are already freaking out about you know the new project coming on, and I don't really trust a lot. I mean, I'm a programmer. I'm not really in the community and social media a lot. So I rely on, you know, like you and Funding Jim. If you guys say something. We're going to have to, we're going to have to, I mean, this is, well, I'm not even going to use that language. <laughs> I'm not even going to use the, uh, the medical language. We're going to have to prepare hexagons for the onslaught of scams. Because hexagons, based on the sacrifice numbers I see, care a lot about freedom of movement. And therefore, we'll get a lot of free Pulse tokens, or, or Pulse X tokens in this case. But they also, in the past, cared a lot about freedom of speech. So they're going to get a lot of free Pulse chain tokens as well. Because of that, they'll be likely to be exposed to other things that are launching on the chain. Hey, look, I've got Pulse. It's useful on the Pulse chain. What else can I do with it here on the Pulse chain? And we have to warn them about the myriad of scams they are going to try and part their Pulse from them. As you said earlier, Hourglass Games that involve 10% fee to get in and out. So if you buy it, you're already down 20%. Because, you know, <laughs> it... Yeah. I, I think, think it's really... People, sorry. I think people should... Go ahead. I don't think everything is kumbaya. Oh, an hourglass thing, that's cool. You know, They're not cool. Just does that. I, don't, I think people should be done. They're terrible. I, think I mean, they're, 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 an hourglass game means the opposite of efficient. It's the maximum fee possible. I hate and then they renamed it. They they renamed Hourglass Reflecting Tokens now. So now they've even renamed this camp as though it never existed before. So if you if you skim 10% off of the transaction and then do something with it, it's called Reflecting. I had to Google it. I'm like, what? What is this trash? You guys just renamed the scam? Nice. <laughs> just copy that code, redo it for free, and be like, here, gamble for free at least. Something I, I don't know what the solution is, but I am worried about. Well, the solution time. the solution is to just make a superior value statement and on ramp them to something that's honest and good, so that they don't have the extra money left over to get scammed out of. Now, there's some portion of people that will need different forms of engagement because they have more addictive personalities, you know. So, if you're bipolar users, you're going to have to get something a little more fast paced, and so for those guys, you know, you might. You might have to have a different type of honest shaped thing in order to to protect those guys, which I haven't gotten around to. I'm focused on vertical integration. That's what I'm focused on. How much you want to bet if I chose to do NFTs, I'd do it real well. You'd probably do it incredibly well. Yeah. So like, you know, 
I just, I, I, yeah, there's so many things I want to do. And to tell you the truth, I think the only thing holding me back is getting people that'll do what they say they'll do. <laughs> and by the way, it kind of sucks that uh, crypto, the things I care about, I'm not allowed to care about. Oh, you care about current events? You talk about it, you get canceled. Oh, you want to talk about uh, Hex? I used to see ads for Hex in the, the Economist magazine. Don't see them anymore. Rumor, they won't take them. Mm, interesting. You want to see Hex ads on Reddit? They won't take them. You want to see Hex ads on uh, Twitter? They won't take them. You want to see, it's just, it's like, okay, well, whose ads will they take? eToro. Okay. What's eToro do? Victimize users. Top of the website, homepage, 67% of users. Let me let me actually visit their site real quick so I can verbatim read it to you. I oh, God, it's bad. Oh, God, it's bad. I finally, okay. I couldn't find it. It's not at the top anymore. It's at it the is. bottom. It's in no, the fine print now. Really? Oh, okay. Maybe it's top. It's mobile. Okay. Might be at the bottom. Yeah, okay. That's how they get you. <laughs> yeah. CFDs are complex instruments and come with a high risk of losing money rapidly due to leverage. 68% of retail investor accounts lose money when trading CFDs with this provider. You should consider whether you understand how CFDs work and whether you can afford to take the high risk of losing your money. This is at the top of their homepage. Everyone takes their ads. Everyone loves their ads. Everyone sucks their ad D. And what do they do? They victimize their users. And so everyone advertises stuff that victimize the users. But the thing that could save them the opposite thing, the delayed gratification thing, the up 10,000 fold in two years thing. Nobody will take the ad money. Wow. Where else? Where else are we get kept? CoinGecko. It's like we don't exist. We don't have a, a market cap there. Uh, CMC, rank 201 forever, no matter what. Ha, ha, ha. While everything, other things on their front page, rug pull and destroy the users. Like, well, someone's doing this right, and it's us. And someone's disgusting and harming the world, and it's everyone else. Isn't that interesting? So this, this like, it's just absolutely insane to me that in order to speak about what I want to speak about is someone that's rumored to be a billionaire and a philanthropist, I have to start my own platform. That's where we're at. Like I have to, I have to make my own YouTube to be able to speak my mind. Is this the world that we live in now? Because I mean, I thought liberals were like liberal. Like what's going on here? What's up with the maximum nazi tactics i don't get it because back when you know i almost prefer corporate evil back when it was just corporate evil they would still let you say what you wanted they wouldn't just delete you and ban you because they can't make money showing ads on your stuff if you're deleted and banned because no one will watch your stuff because it's not there so corporate evil was more friendly than you know new corporate friendly that has a, a chokehold around your throat and, it, and the, you know, you say the wrong thing, they kill you. It's crazy. I just, I never, <laughs> I, just, I don't well, know. Well, I'm the, I'm the kind of guy, you know, so, you know, you've been unfortunately harshly, harshly, and that's even still an understatement, criticized from people. And uh, I'm not, I, I'd love to say I'm the best person that I can be, but unfortunately I have uh, not been in the past, but, uh, you know, you do whatever you can and you work and you right. grow. Well, uh, for a while, I, I just preached nothing but uh, good mental helmet, uh, health, wellness, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, sure, if I hear, uh, Facebook deletes people who talk nothing but uh, good. You know, I mean, uh, sure, I'm sure saying the government sucks doesn't really help uh, once and here and again. 
but uh getting the good word out is just bad it just it just doesn't work anymore it just almost feels like uh well unfortunately the know, powers of beat just are not letting the algos hit it here they you know what the it. issue is the issue is that you have to embrace guerrilla tactics period I know for a fact when I watched my last live stream before it was taken off and then thankfully put back, as soon as it was over, I was dropped right on a scam giveaway, fake live stream. They take a live stream, they restream it and then frame it, put a frame around it of a scam, send one coin, get two coin back. Dropped right into it directly. Those guys never have a problem. The scumbags that post under every single comment in my YouTube never have a problem. So the scumbags out there, they're doing fine. They're doing great. So sometimes if you want to spread the message and you see that the scumbags are able to spread their message, you might want to learn some of their tactics to spread a better message. Well, because well, really? I, don't, I don't like that when I get off of my own live stream, it drops me onto a fake scam live stream directly is the next thing that automatically plays. That disgusts me. That harms people. And the only way I know of to prevent that is to have other live streams that aren't scams that people are getting auto dropped into. Now, like I don't have the time to fix that, but maybe someone else does. Mm -hmm. What well, blows I mean, my mind? Good. Um, is you know, so I'm using Certic to do an audit, and you know, they've done some fairly high level stuff. So pancake swap, you know, things that are well known. I think one inch, but they have in the top left hand corner of their list of projects they've audited, a list of projects they've audited that turned out to be scams. That's awesome. And, that, and it's like, why is, why is nobody doing this? Like, it should be well, well publicized, everything that they were like, oh, yeah, we were auditing this and it was a scam. Well, that's, well, I mean, that's much better than pretending there's not. <laughs> like, true. Like, that's great. Like, yeah. Because, like, uh, look, Audits do not mean not scam. Audits do not mean secure. And most auditors actually suck, by the way. Like, you, I know my devs are better than auditors because oh, I, I met and paid the auditors. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Limited benefit here. Um, so, you know, it's like the difference between writing a book and being an editor for a book. Like an, a software auditor is similar to a book editor. The guy who originally wrote it is more important. So. Yeah. It's uh, my experience has been similar with with the audit process, but you know it's become one of those things that everyone expects that you have, regardless of. Well, it's probably skill. better than not having one, but like a lot of people do confuse it for being secure, and as you say, it ain't like, it, you know, no. So I think one of the, I think the reason that I'm okay with like talking to, so like how many people are here now? Maybe there's fifteen hundred here, maybe. Anyone have a count? I'll go look. 1,500 people here? 1,400. What a good guess. Yeah, I just guessed because based on the amount of time I've been on, usually we, we ramp up users over the course of these it things. Was, it was uh, 1,700 earlier. It was earlier, oh, nice. 1,700. That's great. Well, the reason that I'm like okay spending some time on this lower engagement platform because I'll have like you know 5,000 people listening at once on, on my live streams is because I think we reach some users that we wouldn't have otherwise reached over this platform because, you know, um, it's less common. We haven't dug into this pool, you know, we haven't reached diminishing returns. There's a low hanging fruit here. So if hexagons wanted to like push on the uh, Twitter spaces a little bit, um, 
I think that there's like I see a lot of NFT guys here. I don't ever see NFT guys in my live streams on YouTube, you know. But Richard, actually, I recorded. I'm recording this on my mobile, and yeah. uh, I was paying attention to all the the checkmark people. Um, mm -hmm. And what's interesting is there was people that had you know a million viewers, uh, million subscribers, and things like that all throughout your talk. Some That's of great. them actually founders of other top ten coins. So Excellent. I'll show you that later. Well, that's really awesome, man. Well, hey, two guesses right in a row. I guess that would happen. Gary confirmed that is the case. And then I guessed the user count. And I, I got that right, too. I'm good at this guessing stuff. Did you guys see that I absolutely called the bottom perfectly on the Ethereum bounce? Like, literally, my tweet was the exact bottom. See, this is another <laughs> brag about it. But I also don't want anyone wishing they'd So <laughs> it's like, you know, heavy weighs the crown can't just normal normal brag like i'd like to i mean i, I guess i bragged about it earlier so i might as well just re-brag about it slightly better now how many founders do you know that like call the top on the day call the bounce on the day it's just me that's it <laughs> I'm the only well, and one. how many and how many come into these spaces and i mean you know you mentioned it yourself that you know this this media right here uh, is not infiltrated by uh the hexagons it's really not, you know, YouTube's kind of yeah. getting a little bit larger. Um, TikTok's getting larger, uh, but this space is typically just uh, NFT space, some mostly Bitcoin talk, uh, Ethereum right. talk. Um, it's really right. basically all it is. So there's a bunch of people out there that um, have ERC20 tokens that all they need to do is just know. Yeah, they just need to know. Get some they free know. tokens, baby. I don't like, you know, what's crazy to me. I guess, okay, let me rephrase this. It's not crazy to me, but it should be. I read articles about protocols raising like $100 million. I'm like, okay. So that's what we're doing now. We're writing articles about protocols that raise money. Oh, Have you heard about PulseX.com? Yeah. People sacrificed for the supporting of freedom of movement and freedom of assembly. Almost a billion dollars now. Actually, it might be a billion if you add up it across all chains. Because um, there's like, I think there's 60 million just in the BSC chain. I think there's like 14 million in Bitcoin, 2 million in Litecoin, million and a half in Monero, maybe a million in X. No, I think there's like 3 million in XRP now. So like, you know, when was this not happening? Are we going to pretend this isn't happening? <laughs> like, is, it, is, the, is the billion dollar thing the world's largest airdrop from the guy that did the 10,000x thing? Is we're going to, we're just going to pretend it's not happening? <laughs> and then the question is, okay, if we are going to pretend it's not happening, then where is all this money coming from? Because, I mean, there's like 70 or 80,000 participants and near a billion dollars. I have to think some of that billion came from some other heavy hitters, some whales, you know? Well, so, like, I looked earlier today because, uh, you know, I just decided to look on uh, Microsoft News, Google News, and I searched Pulse Chain uh, Crypto uh, on Microsoft News. Yeah. Nothing. Although it did talk yeah. about a project that um, uh, has Pulse in the name that is uh, something that I think you mentioned that you don't uh, have looked at. Don't yeah. So you, like, yeah. you guys that are doing SEO, you guys need to work. Yeah. Well, it's just like, bad at that. <laughs> and you know, you know what this means? It just means outsized opportunity for the guys who are getting in early. Because now, you know, it, the, there's all this extra, like, guys that didn't discover it and then they're like oh you know so like just like uh the guy sailor 
You know, he thought uh, Bitcoin was a scam in 2013 when it was a thousand bucks, but he loved to buy it at 10,000, you know, six, seven years later, seven years later. I've been trying to tell other communities, like other crypto communities about Pulse Chain, like, hey, you should really look at this. You know, this is, especially ones that are ERC-20s or doing something on Ethereum, and um, they they don't care for the most part. A couple have, but most times they're like, oh, that'll never work. Yeah. They'll care. You know, <laughs> they you will. Know, unfortunately, <laughs> most people it. are. When when most people think about it, I think they they think about their value being extracted and given to someone else. It doesn't matter how much we preface that it is your money, it is your coins, it is yours. Uh, one guy, uh, not even a lie, Richard. The first thing he said to me when I said, "Oh yeah, we're forking uh, Ethereum and giving everyone their coins, and they may or may not be priced the same based on uh, price parity." Yada yada. That won't happen. The only reason why BSC has coins that are worth the same price as Ethereum is because they didn't give them to people. <laughs> that uh, might be that might, now. Now that might be true, but I also want to call that that's horseshit. Yeah. Well, hey guys, if if you're mad about what we're doing, you can suck on Papa Richard's D because he's still gonna do it. I got your code. <laughs> I got your tickers. You can watch what I do with them, punks. Yeah. So like, I just. You can either get rich or you can watch, you know, it's fine. It's going to be okay without you either way. So, I mean, look at it this way. We had, we had the gas token, which just was airdropped to people that, you know, spent a lot on gas. It was probably successful. Like, you know, it, it on-ramped users. I don't know if anyone made any money, but it on-ramped users. And that also apparently had a scam in there. So be careful where it like would ac- submit an extra transaction to like steal all your Ethereum apparently. So it would just it's like eighty percent down from when they dropped it. <laughs> right. So like, yeah. I mean, that's the thing about just using other DApps is that you could program those DApps to be evil and steal all the money. So it's it's risky. Um, that's what's awesome about Hex is it doesn't ask you for permissions. Hex doesn't ask you for any permissions at all. You just use it or you don't use it. There's no can this contract spend this amount of coins on your behalf? Nope, there ain't no such thing in Hex. That we don't need it. Better design pattern. So then there was another airdrop that was just people that used OpenSea before, and it was successful on ramp a lot of users. Okay, so what do you think is a larger set of people to airdrop? People that paid high gas fees, or people that used OpenSea, or the third set, the Pulse Chain set, all of them. All of them. Oh, you paid high gas? You're in the pulse chain. Oh, you you uh, you used OpenSea? You're in the pulse chain. You're getting airdropped. Everything. So just that on its own. I mean, it's, it's, it's gigantic. It's massive. Like, So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I get mad at people that aren't grateful for all the work that goes into giving them free money. <sighs> I get flustered well, sometimes. You know, they're going to be... But it's just going to be there. Like, what, I, what I find about Twitter, guys, is like, because I, I actually spend a lot of time and I do it out of the goodness of my heart because I feel like it's going to help crypto in general, is that I try to onboard new users and try to explain to them like the most important thing, which is obviously security, but the second is is how to do your research or DYOR properly. Because I, I feel right. like there's two main problems in Twitter, which is the first one, which is people do their research, but they don't do it properly. Like you said, you know, coin market cap. Whoever's been in crypto for a long time understands that coin market cap 
value of the crypto instead of holding the crypto itself because they think that the NFT has the value, which it's like, it's always comes down to supply and demand. And you could have the best NFT out there with the project that's doing so well. If no one buys it, no one buys it. It's never worth what it's worth. That's what I, I find I is the problem on Twitter. I guess they missed YouTube. out crypto kitties in 2017. They just weren't here for that. And then they're like, oh, they never had an ICO. Oh. In 2017, the ICO problem, it's like people are like, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put my money in this NFT. But they're like, well, have you ever been through an ICO where the ICO did nothing? You had to give your money. And then I try and explain people like the airdrop that you're doing. with. <laughs> no, you, you it, they can't understand you... that they can lose money overpaying for a JPEG. You're like, yes, in, in fact, you can overpay for things. And look, I copy pasted it. There you go. And you're not going to copy paste it. You're going to pay a lot. And you're like. Okay, why are you doing that? Oh, because you hope the other guy pays a lot more. All right, well, have fun my last, I, I guess. Uh, what I can tell you is that if the hexagons do come in and storm Twitter, it's there's so much new sponges that right. are, that don't understand crypto. Like someone the other day, I, I, like they were under the impression that you could sue someone because of the smart contract. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, how could you sue someone with a smart contract? No one actually owns the wallets. It's whoever owns the crypto. It's it's the public key, right? It's the keys that own it. It's not even you. Someone could just take the keys and take it. You can't do nothing. It's the way it works. And and yeah. and it's very important for them to learn because they're gonna be the ones that on like they always withdraw their money and then it's gonna make everything go down. But you know, sometimes yeah. buying at a, on a dip is the best thing for hodlers, right? So. Uh, well, unless, unless what you bought was one of those things that goes down and stays down, right? That's why I keep talking about product market fit. Hey, Richard. That's something... Yeah, go ahead. Hello, Richard. It's been a hey. while since I've spoken to you. It was fun. It's been back a while. In... And I was speaking to Intel at Lurker the other day when you offered um, to buy Hex back in 2020. And Internet Lurker was like, Sherry, why didn't you buy it? And I was like, I was really busy. And he's like, if you bought $500 worth, you would have been a millionaire. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. We used to have fun on Telegram with the CSW stuff. Do you remember them days? Uh, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a so... while. CSW is still alive and kicking. <laughs> yeah. it's nice crazy. to see you out there, man. Nice Thank to see you. you doing your thing. You know, we go we go back a long way, and I think you've done a lot of work in the space. Um, and it's 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 sad to see here that you guys are you know, um, having some difficulty putting your stuff out there. And and Coin Market Cap, I don't know if a lot of people realize, is owned by CZ now, and he senses a lot of stuff that bastard. Yeah, I mean. Uh, we're in cryptocurrency to remove middlemen. What yep. is coin market cap? A middleman. We're exactly. in cryptocurrency for censorship resistance. What is coin market cap? Censorship. Okay. Well, it sounds like uh, this entity, this thing that puts rug pulls on its homepage every once in a while, isn't actually what crypto is about. And then you have market caps themselves. What's a market cap? It's a fake made up number that you can't make any money on. You can't buy it. You can't sell it. You can't trade it. It's Even exchanges don't make money on market caps. And then the only other thing they show you other than the price is the volume. Ah, and what's volume? Volume is how you measure how much victimized the users are. How much fees are the users paying to get wrecked? Oh, do, do normal users make money or lose money on volume? They lose it. Who are the only people that make money on volume? Exchanges and market makers. What are they? Middlemen. And what's crypto about? 
removing middlemen. Okay, well, it seems like if you want the maximum middleman suck, just head on over to Coin Market Cap and you can find it. It's crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, what what the space has turned into and the OGs that we were back then, I mean, it's just turned into a circus and, and it's just a big money grab for a lot of people. An internet lurker and, and, and I've been holding these spaces and talking about what's going on. And there are very few people in the space who actually talk the truth and there's just so many scammers that are just pushing their own thing in the space, which is you know, disappointing after a while. And as a big blocker, you know, we went through a lot of censorship and, you know, it's not so bad today. But, you know, I know what that feels like, man, and um, I wish you you guys the best of luck and I think you're on to a good thing. And I think you've done a lot of people a lot of good over the years, Richard, so. Thank you. Thanks, Sherry. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. I appreciate it. I take compliments wherever I can find them. (laughs) Good on you. (laughs) I think I'm gonna. Uh, I think I'm gonna head off, guys. Anyone got any last questions for me? Yeah, I got one right here. Go ahead. Hey, Richard. I was just uh, kind of curious. You know, once Paul Sex, you know, hits the mainstream, you know, what are we looking here in three months, six months, twelve months to three years? For what? Like when it launches? Yeah, from when it launches, like what are we seeing from three months to six months to twelve months to three years? Like kind of like the price? potential. Yeah, the the X and whatnot. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna troll you a little bit. Ready? Yeah. Infinite money, all of it. We're gonna be infinite X. Nobody knows, man. So yeah. I can I can tell you I can tell you what Bitcoin did. It did less performance than Hex did from its inception. I can tell you what Ethereum did. It did less performance from its inception than Hex did. And I can tell you what Hex did. It did ten thousand X in six hundred twenty three days. Now, why did it do that? Because it has product market fit. It's on ramping new users. It has a unique feature set. Um, you know, good brand name, good logo, good founder, good community. All right. And, and which of these properties? So if you're trying to guess like what speculative performance something might have, you know, does PulseX have a good logo? It does. It's not as perfect as the Hex logo, but it's 75, 75 to 78% is good, my guess, which is good enough. Uh, you know, domain name. Single dictionary with X at the end. Yeah, seems fine. I can name you some other companies that did well with a similar format. Like SpaceX did okay with a similar style. Um, there's some other ones that had an X at the end that I can't remember that also did fine. Uh, feature set. Lower fees, an address that may, maybe do buy and burns. Who knows? Have no expectation of profit from the other work of others. Securities laws. Um what else? Pulse chain, stop destroying the environment, higher throughput, world's largest airdrop, lower fees. So we have great brands, great communities. I, I believe off the bat, like we already have product market fit on the test net. So we have users now. And then it's just a, a question of, you know, why wouldn't it have the same performance that Hex did or Bitcoin did or Ethereum did from their inception, which are all, you know, five to ten thousand x in some fold i can't say why i wouldn't do that now i can't i can't guarantee it i can't give you time frames you know i i can tell you what's possible but i can't tell you the probability that it occurs right so it's possible that i could shoot you into space but it's unlikely you know like and so when i when i designed hex i said look we're designed better with better game theory and better tokenomics than ethereum ethereum did a ten thousand x in two and a half years so i think we can beat that and we did. We did it in like 
a year and a half. So my guess was right. And I, and I gave you the metrics by how I made the guess is I just looked at a competing product and, you know, said, let's design something better. And so I think that we've designed something better with Pulse Chain and Pulse X. And so, you know, I don't see why we couldn't make similar returns. But I don't know, like, time frames, like one month, three months. I don't know, man. Like, yeah, no, I was just, just curious because, you know, I know it's changed every here and there. But I love I loved the response. I love how you started it. You know, that's kind of what, what makes you you. And that's uh, why we follow, you know.